Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is a safe place, a place where we can feel free sharing our feelings. Think of my office as a nest and a tree of trust and understanding. We can say anything. Anything. This is Dirt and Sprague. Deep down, I'm, I'm feeling a little confused. I mean, suddenly you get married and you're supposed to be this entirely different guy. I don't, I don't, I don't feel different. With Andy Dirt Johnson. I have to look over at a certain point during the meal and see a, a waitress taking an order. And, uh, and I found myself wondering uh, what color her underpants might be. Her panties. And Brendan Sprague. Odds are they're probably basic white cotton underpants but I, I started thinking maybe they're silk panties maybe maybe it's maybe it's a thong maybe it's something really cool that i don't even know about you know dirt and spray gone 1080 what what i thought we were in the trust tree with in the nest are we not the fan hey let's do this final hour dirt and spray patrick harris joe fisher with you filling in for the boys we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week and we'll have plenty of nfl and preview the college football playoff that's going to happen. If you missed any of the first two hours, you can download those at the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10athefan.com or the Odyssey app. Well, every single week, 8 o'clock, you know what that means. On the line of the ho- on the line is the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Well, Ken, welcome to the show. And I know uh, Dirt and Sprague tend to mess with you a lot, so we're going to stick up with that. I've just been snacking, and I can't decide if I am more of a pretzel or a Cheez-It guy, and what are you? Oh, man. I can't believe it. I'm still getting messed with. I got I got <laughs> people on vacation, and I'm still getting, hey, getting Cheez-It pretzel questions. Hey, man, we're, we are about- staunch traditionalists here at the station and don't like yeah. to mess around. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like let's have a direct interpretation of the uh, of the statute. So, I, how about this? I'm going to throw both. I'm going to throw both your snacks in the trash, and I'm going to I'm going to grab some pizza. I'm going to grab some pizza goldfish. That's what I'm. Some that's pizza what I'm snacking, so. goldfish have, out of left yeah, have field. Your have your cheese its That's great. They're an inferior cheddar based snack. The goldfish are better. <laughs> um, pretzels are great, but I'm if we're doing pretzels, like I don't I don't want the like crispy kind of like shriveled up dried like you buy in the store kind of stuff like i'm going like obviously we've all done the christmas shopping go to the mall you smell all the mall food yeah various types and the the lure of the auntie Anne's like pretzel stand that exists in the corner where you're you're walking by and it's like man that that kind of smells like a pound of butter and salt what could that be and then you, <laughs> uh, and then you go you go through the mall and you're like oh 
yeah. then you end up with like the bucket of the pretzel bites and then you're like walking and shopping well, at the same time so if, can, if pretzels that then i'm in on those pretzels. we get lucky here in the northwest because we got so many breweries <laughs> and so everybody here has breweries and they all have big soft pretzels and oh yeah get the beer cheese yep. get yep. that going just like various sauces yeah all the accoutrements that we I, come to expect from the giant pretzel i worked in a mall in my early 20s ken and i am not proud of how many wetzel's pretzels <laughs> i had during that time because i oh, hear you yeah. That, you that were an honorary waft, Wetzel. You yeah. were like a part of the Wetzel family. <laughs> yeah, that waft of the butter, it, it, it channels down the mall and goes to your booth, and you're like, there it is again. Hot dog wrapped yeah. pretzel, here I come. <laughs> here I come. All right, Ken, let's get into this. Um, for uh, I love our degenerate listeners that love gambling, and so thanks for joining us as you do every single week on Thursday. Uh, I want to start in college football for a little bit with uh, the game tonight between Texas and Washington. Is Am I crazy? How on earth could you possibly want to put money on Texas? I see Texas favored by three points. I want to hammer the Huskies on this. Am I crazy? Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, the bowl games are so funny. Uh, there, we'll do NFL obviously as part of this interview mm. too. And I think a lot of people like to bet NFL on motivation, like, oh, this team needs the game, and this team doesn't. And most of the time, Guilty. that's like total crap. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just in the NF in the NFL. Like in the NFL, like these like these are professionals. Like they put performance on tape so they can get more money. Like it's not they're not going to be like, well, I don't need the game. Time to let this guy sack my quarterback. Like they don't really, they don't really do that in an NFL game. So I think sometimes people like overbet motivation stuff. And in college football, especially the current landscape of college football, it's like impossible to not, to not do some handicapping on just who wants to be here. <laughs> like right. who, who has any desire to play in the game? Did you see the picture of, uh, of Steve Sarkeesian in front of the trophy uh, with, uh, they had all the, all the head coaches. Like, they usually take this photo in every single bowl game, obviously, and DeBoer's taking the photo, too. And, you know, like, DeBoer's got, like, just, like, normal smile. Sarkeesian looks like he's, like, looking off camera at someone about a recruiting phone call. That's about <laughs> to, I mean, he just looks grumpy and, like, miserable. And that's Waste, not why are you uh, wasting my time here? Yeah, so it's just, <clears> it's hard. And, like, you know, obviously, Bijan opted out and some other Texas players opted out, too. So it's, it's, I would only bet Washington. Like I don't, I don't know if Washington's like my favorite bet. But we've seen bowl games already this season. There was a game between TCU and Air Force. TCU was playing at uh, TCU and Air Force. Baylor and Air Force. Baylor was playing at TCU's field, and it was like 20 degrees. And in the first quarter of that game, you pretty much figure out that Baylor has absolutely no desire to be playing in the game, like whatsoever. That was a real thing. They didn't want to be in that game. It was 20 degrees outside. Like, why, why do we want to be there? I, I would be worried if you bet Texas that you get the same thing. Um, and then the total of the game, like, it's the same kind of thing, right? Like, how could, how could you ever bet the under in this game? Right. I just – I don't have a bet on the total, something that's been true in both season just for, for listeners who bet, and it's been really bizarre. I'm not saying it's going to happen in these games, but it's been really bizarre. The under has been the absolute nut in, like, every single bowl game. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's all the opt-outs. A ton of coordinators are, are obviously on to other things. I don't know if it's just, like, everything's in shambles, so there's not as much scoring. Um, but in this game, you have, like, at least a little less of that. Like, you have some co- – like, it's the same two coaches, obviously. Um, so you have a little bit uh, – yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, Washington and the over would be would be the looks if I was going to bet the game. Well, and just to stick with uh, college football, uh, one more question is, like, looking at the Cotton Bowl, perfect example. You got USC who just missed out on the playoff versus a Tulane team who's just happy to be there, and you got USC favored by two. Is it – is that a game that we really are going to believe is going to be that close 
But we're also looking at USC, who gets four or five star, and Tulane, who gets essentially whoever they can get to go to <laughs> Tulane. Like, is there any reason to be going for anything? The spread, Tulane, USC, and this one? Again, I feel like motivation in this one is a, a big factor as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what you have to understand, too, is we're also not the only people that know that, right? Like other, pe- other people are having these same conversations. That's shaping the market to some degree. So like USC is two and a half in some places. They were way more than this earlier, like earlier, obviously, like when the Bulls first got announced. And then, and it's even money has continued to come in on Tulane, even now that we're at two and a half, like there's a one on the board in this game. So literally like I pick the winner of a game in which Tulane and USC are playing. So it's, it's, you're basically trying to handicap, like, to what degree does all of that stuff matter, which is really tough to do, obviously, uh, who is playing in the game, and then, okay, like, how much of that has been factored into the market already? Like, I would not bet into a market that's, like, Tulane, USC, pick them. Like, I would not be really interested in doing that, even though Tulane has all of the motivational edge in the world. All of it. Um, but, but, I, but I think in each game, like, you're, you're asking that question, right? So I think you bring up another example. Gotcha. All right, moving over to the NFL here, Ken. And there's a couple of games coming up this weekend that I feel like when I see it, uh, I'm walking myself into a trap because of how things have been trending over the last couple of weeks. One of those games is Vikings-Packers, right? Vikings obviously have the division locked up, but Packers have won three games in a row, not against the greatest competition and a concussed Tua, but they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. And when I saw that matchup to start the week, I'm like, I'm loving the Packers in that. And then there's another game that's uh, escaping me at the moment. But, uh, oh, Panthers-Buccaneers. Again, it's like Buccaneers and the Vikings have been leading their division all year. But here's some teams on the come up. And I'm kind of inclined to take the Panthers and Green Bay. Am I crazy in that? But Or am I just trying to outthink the room there? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't think you're trying to outthink the room. I think it's okay to have those opinions, obviously, and to want to bet those opinions because of – of what we've seen so far this season. I, I think just the, the key in both games, right, is, okay, like, what's the number in the market? And, you know, like, what's the likelihood that, that, that I need the, the result in question to happen? So the problem with Tampa, we'll do that game first. Yeah. The problem with Tampa is ex- this, the, the exact analysis you will use on this game. So Tampa's going to do a really good job stopping Carolina's run game. The game is going to come down to Sam Darnold on that side of the ball. On the other hand, J.C. Horn, the star corner for Carolina, is out for this game. Josh Norman might be playing corner, and it's Tom Brady and Mike Evans and Julio Jones and Chris Godwin. Like, you look at the game on a piece of paper, and you just go, uh, Tampa. Like, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Like, you obviously would think that just based on matchups, except the story of Tampa's season is that they played about 12 games where you would look at the game and say that exact same thing. Well, they're going to do a really good right. job stopping the run. The other quarterback's not very good. They should be able to score. You would have said that. They played Trace McSorley four nights ago. You would have said <laughs> the same thing. And, and every single game, this team is so poorly coached. Their offense is brutal. They're the worst red zone team I've ever seen. They just, they, I, I said this on the show the other day, they spend 60 minutes just stepping on rakes. Like, that's all they do the entire game. It's just like, it's like, oh, man, that play, like, oh, no, didn't get it. Okay, now they got to sell. That's what this, like, this is going to be another Tampa game. So what are Tampa games? They're incredibly low scoring. I like the under in the game. All of their wins have been, like, 17, 16, 16, Super 13, boring 12, games. and just boring one-possession games. And the story of all of them is that the defense keeps the offense in the game despite the fact the offense is brutal. And then at the end of the game, the offense pulls a rabbit out of a hat and wins the game. It's happened 10 times. Basically. Yeah, Tom Tom this does season. Tom things. Well, 
Right. So why is this game going to be any different? Why isn't Brady going to have the ball at 14-all or 10-all or 13-all? And then we'll see what happens. Okay, well, Tampa's already favored. They're already a three-point favorite in the game. Are they going to win by margin a lot? Probably not. So the point spread's probably at least okay, or maybe you want to bet Carolina. But honestly, like, why is the under a bad idea? But Sam Darnold's going to beat me? A Tampa <laughs> offense that can't possibly score a lot of points is going to beat me? Like, that seems more like the safer bet, gotcha. given what we've seen from both teams. Yeah. Uh, Ken Barkley joining us as he does Dirt and Sprague every single Thursday at 8. Ken, I'm curious, uh, from, from an insider's perspective, how do you approach looking at big marquee games not just matchup wise but time slot wise i'm looking at the monday night football game which from a sure. pick'em standpoint like if you're just in a pick'em league i might take cincinnati because that's kind of you feel everyone's going to take buffalo so you're like okay maybe if cincinnati pulls this off i get a couple points ahead in my pick'em league but from a betting perspective how do you approach games like that or do you kind of just say this is off the table well, first of all, that's a that's a really smart opinion in a in a pool standpoint, right? Like game theory is basically right, yeah, yeah. there. It's like what I, is everyone I, going to do? I think Buffalo's going to win the game, but yeah, if I'm going to take Cincinnati in my pick them because I'm trying to get points. Right. It's like think of it as a coin flip game, and if everybody in a pool is going to bet heads on like a true coin flip, and you have the opportunity to gain on them, then you'll you'll pick tails because you feel like it's a true coin flip. I don't disagree with that strategy in that way at all. Um, like, you know, the the problematic thing about sports betting is, like, it's not – it sort of just has to kind of be like, well, what do you determine the true probability to be in the game? Right. Is it different than the market? As opposed to using the market and, like, assuming it's perfect, right, which is what you can do in pools. Like, what's the biggest spread? That's what I'm going to pick in Survivor, like that kind of stuff. Like, it's basically like assuming the market's perfect. Betting into the market is like you, you, you assume it's not perfect, which is obviously really tough to do. It's one of the reasons why beating the NFL – it's so difficult. Right. Um, a couple pieces of advice on this game, the weather in Cincinnati. So a big story this week that I feel like we've talked about on our show, but nobody's talking about a lot yet. It's going to be like 60 degrees in every NFL game, basically. I mean, it's going to be unseasonably warm in every outdoor game. Remember what we saw last week? I was going to right? say, completely different. Yeah. Some of those games. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, like we, we on our show, we did like, what's your number to go to the Cleveland-New Orleans game? And we got over $10,000 before either of us were even remotely interested <laughs> in like sitting in the sand for that three hours. So like, think about these games. Like, that's our lasting impression is like the Steelers game. It's zero degrees, all that stuff. A lot of these games. It's going to be like, I, I live in Connecticut. It's going to be 58 degrees on Sunday. Wow. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. So in that game, it's the same thing, but there might be a ton of rain. So one of the reasons I think the total hasn't moved yet or gone up, despite the fact that those two offenses, is I think there's uncertainty about kind of what the weather conditions are going to be. So I know a lot of people are going to want to like Joe Burrow overs, Josh Allen overs, like game over, ton of touchdowns. Just like wait a little bit and make sure that there's not going to be a, we don't know yet, obviously it's Thursday, whether there's going to be a driving rainstorm during the entire game or not would obviously impact the total of the game and props and all that kind of stuff. In terms of who wins, um, I think Buffalo wins a little more often than Cincinnati. I have them rated the best team in the league by like a good margin still. Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts would be kind of like right alongside them, but but he's not playing right now. Uh, and then like a little bit of a drop before you get to Cincinnati, Kansas City, Dallas, kind of that second tier. So if I have Buffalo like a little bit better than the market does, maybe I make the game like two and a half, probably not three, maybe three. Um, then maybe a small line edge on Buffalo. But biggest piece of advice there, honestly, is just like, check the weather because i think everybody who bets like 20 bucks a game is going to want to fire on a bunch of overs and props and stuff and i just don't want them all to show up on monday and it's and it's pouring right right you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.